Hey everybody, happy Wisdom Wednesday, and this week's book of the week comes from a legend, the king of Hollywood. A couple of pieces of business out of the way quickly. I'm not going to talk long because I want a vodka, and I haven't had one. I haven't had one in 12 minutes, so I need to get back there and get started, seriously. Now, before I jump into it, let me tell you this. How many of you are reading autobiographies? Probably not many of you. I know that I wasn't really into autobiographies until I heard this great advice a long time ago, which was you have to spend at least one of your books per year reading an autobiography because when you learn directly from someone who's uh, very famous, a great leader, etc., etc., you learn directly from them the kinds of decisions they had to make in very, very tough times. And that way you avoid having to make those decisions on your own, you know, kind of uh, flying by the seat of your pants. So the book of the week is... When I Stop Talking, You Know I'm Dead by Jerry Weintraub. Uh, stories from a Persuasive Man. Now, Jerry Weintraub was the king of Hollywood. This man was Elvis's agent. He uh, represented Frank Sinatra. He co uh, he produced and, and directed Ocean's Eleven, The Karate Kid. This guy did it all, right? He's the kind of guy that you read about in stories that, that's just these legendary figures, right? But let me tell you how unbelievable this guy's story is. I'm going to give you a couple of great examples of how he literally went from nothing to something. Now, when Jerry was a kid, his father had this jewel and he called it the Star of Audubon, right? And he took this jewel and shined it. He got a nice case for it. And he traveled all over the country just showing people. He was a jeweler. He would show people this, this jewel and people would spend money just to see it and all these things. And in reality, the jewel is actually meaningless. It actually was worth nothing, right? But the point of the story is something that Jerry really focuses on, which is it's all about packaging. You see, for Jerry, one of the quotes he would say is that it doesn't matter who you are. You can have the best talent in the world, but if you can't sell it, it doesn't matter. So one day, and I'm gonna loom in a few books into the story, Jerry, when he was, you know, in his 20s and married, he woke up in the middle of his night and he wrote down this idea and he turned to his wife and said, honey, I need to tell you about this dream I had. Jerry Weintraub introduces Elvis Presley. And his wife was like, well, do you know Elvis? He said, no, I don't. She's like, Jerry, go to bed. And so back then, this is in the 50s, it's very easy to look up uh, somebody's phone number. So Jerry calls Colonel Tom Parker. That's the guy who represented Elvis and said, Colonel, I want to take uh, Elvis on tour, uh, take him to concerts. And of course, back then, this was a concept that didn't really exist, which is doing uh, concerts like in stadiums and music halls, right? That, that didn't really happen. Um, and the colonel said, yeah, who's this? Jerry Weintraub? Yeah, no, I'm not interested. Hung, hung, hang up the phone. And that night, Jerry Weintraub wrote this down on a piece of paper again, like Jerry Weintraub introduces Elvis Presley. And this, this is a concept that, you know, is talked a lot about in The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale, which says how powerful it is to visualize something. And it's not just wishful thinking. You don't just say things and hope that they come true, but it's about putting something down so you can visualize it and you start taking action towards it. So again, he starts picking up the phone and for 364 days, Every single day, he would pick up the phone, be very pleasant, very nice with the colonel, tell him how he wants to represent Elvis, take him on tour. The colonel said, absolutely not. Hangs up the phone. For 364 days, have you done anything? When was the last time that you tried something 
and failed and got rejected every single day. Could you do that for a week, for a month? This guy did it for a full year. And on the 365th day, guess what happens? The colonel picks up the phone, calls Jerry Weintraub and says, hey kid, so you still want to take Elvis out on the show, on the road? And, and Jerry Weintraub said, yeah, absolutely. And he said, okay, meet me tomorrow in Las Vegas with a million dollars. Now, before I get to that piece, why did the colonel do that? Why did he all of a sudden become interested to call Jerry? Influence, The Psychology of Persuasion by Robert Cialdini. This is a hallmark book when it comes to psychology. And of the six principles of influence, one of them is reciprocity, or not reciprocity, uh, liking, the liking effect. Meaning that if you relate to somebody, if you start to like them, you become familiar with them, that's what causes you to be more persuasive. So over the course of a whole year being called every single day, the colonel started to like Jerry because he had a great attitude. He was always in a good mood, right? Jerry's thing was like, hey, if you're going to ever do anything, you might as well smile while doing it, right? And then more importantly, and this comes from Robert Greene's The 48 Laws of Power, you don't want to appeal to people's pity. You want to appeal to their self-interest. So Jerry Weintraub didn't call him and say, hey, you know, I'm this poor kid. It's my dream, blah, blah, blah. He called him and talked about how great he would make Elvis look, how he would take him on tour, do all these things that would make, of course, the colonel, Tom Peters, and Elvis Rich. So the very next day, he had to have a million dollars. And this is back in the 50s. That's a lot of money. And he didn't, he, the, the, Jerry Wontraub didn't even have like $20 to his name. So, of course, he remembers this from back in New York that all these people said, hey, kid, we, we see you going places, so if you ever need anything, call us. He starts calling the phone all day, all night trying to get a hold of people. No one would give him any money. But finally, he got a hold of somebody who connected him to some man up in Seattle, a big lawyer, who happened to be a huge Elvis fan. And Jerry told him his idea. He said, hey, you know, you're a big Elvis fan. You'll get to meet Elvis and everything. And the lawyer said, great. I'll wire you the money. Why don't you come in um, to Seattle? We'll, we'll sign the paperwork and everything. And Jerry said, hey, look, I got to get this money in like a few hours. You know, I, I don't have lawyers. I've I never done any of these things. So based on a simple handshake on a verbal agreement the lawyer said yeah okay i'm gonna wire you a million dollars wires him a million dollars right at the bank right with no contract no nothing because he trusted him he liked his personality he liked his attitude jerry weintraub gets some money the guy who's the president of the bank says excuse me are you jerry weintraub and he says yes and he says well here's a check for a million dollars uh do you need an accountant while you go on tour with elvis because i'd love to come work with you because again your personality the way you carry yourself it resonates. When people see that little twinkle in someone's eye, that's what gets someone to say, you know what, I, I want to be a part of whatever this person's doing. So he goes, gives them money to the colonel, meets Elvis, right? They make an agreement, right? They're 50-50 partners, takes them on tour for the next three weeks. And this is the first time that they've done anything like this in history, which is doing these big concerts in like basketball stadiums and football stadiums. They sold out. Jay Weintraub became a millionaire by the end of three weeks, right? And uh, there was a period where uh, the colonel, Tom Peters, comes in with suitcases full of money, puts them in front of Jerry and says, Jerry says, like, hey, what's this money? He's like, oh, this is all the money for the T-shirts, the keychains and everything. Stack it up. So Jerry stacks up this pound, this this mound of money, and the colonel takes his cane and splits it down the middle and says, all right, that half's yours, that half's mine. Shortly after this, there's a guy who heard about Jerry Weintraub who comes up to him and says, hey, I already did a really good job with Elvis. Would you like to represent me? That man was Frank Sinatra, right? And that's the importance about all this. The big theme that I got about, uh, got from this book 
is the importance of creating momentum, right? Positive energy, not letting things slow down. Not only the importance of positive visualization, but taking action towards it. Because if you visualize something and it really resonates to you, you will become creative. And when you hit an obstacle, as the old saying goes with, ah, here it is. Ryan Holiday's the obstacle is the way. The obstacle does not become the thing in the path that prevents you. It becomes the way because it shows you a new way. It makes you creatively come up with ways to find the things that you need to do to get to your goals. And that's what Jerry Weintraub did, right? Sinatra became his, uh, uh, his uh, artist. They shook hands and Sinatra said, look, kid, we're going to shake hands. I'm not going to let you down and you're definitely not going to let me down. You know, and from there, Sinatra had an amazing career and Jerry Weintraub went on to do amazing things. Uh, with Ocean's Eleven's The Karate Kid. This book is unbelievable. I loved listening to this book because it's it's read by Jerry Weintraub. And there's so much, not only wisdom, but amazing stories. Amazing stories. So I couldn't recommend it more. Definitely check it out. So that's your book of the week. Happy Wisdom Wednesday. And to all of you, I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving with your loved ones and family. Take time to sort of look back. Be grateful for what you have. I think the big, big secret about moving on to the next step in your life is to start wishing for the things that you have as you start moving to the things that you want. So, happy Wisdom Wednesday, and as always, I'll see you next week.